Welcome to the Motoring Podcast, The Car Crowd Special Edition. Hello, I'm Alan, and yes, it's a short interview special edition, so it's just me, but well, it's not quite just me. I'm joined by David Spickett, co-founder of The Car Crowd. David, hello. Hi, Alan. How you doing? Not bad at all. Not bad at all. I think let's start, first of all, with a, a little bit of, of background about you, if that's okay, just so that people get an idea of, of, of who you are and... and and what you do really sure so um yeah i mean i'm a i guess serial petrol head um i'm a bit of a car geek i guess as well um and i uh been in, in and around cars since i was about 13 or 14 years old with my my dad and in rallycross and various different things but unfortunately in a way my sort of career went into financial services more so i've been consulting and working for banks and insurance companies and all sorts of things like that uh, learning how to be very boring but also learning how to, to to be pretty good on spreadsheets and things and i i guess i was approaching um or getting closer to my 40th so i thought you know the time was now to try and actually bring my passion into my work and try to you know that that utopia place of being able to kind of uh, you know make your hobby become your uh, your career so mm. um i uh, i went over to uh, to america actually uh, with part of my previous role and uh, i saw a concept called rally road which was a uh, an investment platform that allowed you to buy shares in classic cars right. i tried to buy a share in a ferrari but uh, unfortunately i wasn't able to because uh, i wasn't a u.s citizen so I hightailed it back uh, over here to the UK and, uh, you know, fairly promptly quit my job and um, thought I want to bring this over here to the UK and allow people to, to invest in classic cars over here. So, yeah, just trying to bring that passion really into my career. And that obviously has turned into the car crowd. That's that's the. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. October 19, we, we, we started the company formally. I mean, I've mm -hmm. been working on it about six months before that. And um, we'd taken a, a year really to kind of get the right regulatory permissions and the right business plan to be able to really launch. Um, and, we, and we launched in October. So yeah, that 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 um, yeah, the car crowd now, if you like, mm -hmm. uh, as, a, as a business has sort of been sort of two and a half years or so kind of in the making. Um, mm -hmm. But it's now starting to get some traction, which is great. And, and yeah, and it's offering exactly what you've just said. It's that it's that opportunity to invest in a in a classic car. Yes, I should probably describe exactly what it does. Yeah, yeah. well, so that, that was kind of where I was leading. Yeah. <laughs> it's an alternative investment platform. Um, so for, for, first and foremost, it is an alternative investment platform. It, it's also a kind of community as well. But um, the platform allows anyone really to be able to invest in classic cars. So we get petrol heads, savvy investors, whoever it might be, a way to join together to own a classic car outright and then collectively benefit from any future appreciation that might come through. Okay. Uh, and as I say, it is, it is also a kind of, you know, we are very passionate about the community aspect of it as well. So we do encourage the shareholders to access the collection whenever they like. The cars are stored at a hub uh, in our East Midlands uh, storage centre. Mm -hmm. um, we, 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 unfortunately, the cars can't be driven because we need oh, them to You've be... beaten me to it. Now, sorry, gonna sorry, be the sorry. Big, that was going to be the big question bit. I was working up to. Okay, sorry. Well, well, I'll, we'll come back to the, the driven bit in a second. But um, yeah, they, you know, really, the aspect that we wanted to try and get across is, is kind of cars and coffee once a month. We we do um, yeah, want people to kind of come and sit in the cars, to come and see the cars, hear the cars, you know, talk to other investors and shareholders in those cars about them and really share some stories, you know. Um, I think the kind of cars that we're going after and looking from an investment perspective are that ones that really invoke nostalgia yeah. uh, and get people really excited. Do, do you want to run through some of the ones that you've offered shares in previously? And I, I guess uh, I guess people still still own them. It's still ongoing. And maybe yeah. some of the current ones that are on offer as well. Yeah. Um, so we've um, we funded um, two cars so far. We so um, we funded a Peugeot 205 GTI 
1.6, which I think is the better better one, but that's up for debate. Um, That was a 24,000 mile car. So, you know, Mm -hmm. a real kind of rare car to find with such low mileage and just one single lady owner. So um, it's it's absolutely original, absolutely original through and through and and immaculate. Um, That's now owned by 64 different people. Um, they've joined together to buy that car. Um, we've funded a Renault Clio V6 as well. Uh, again, I think one of the iconic cars that's never going to be repeated. Um, mm-hmm. The regular Renault Clio, and then someone decided to shove an engine in the back. Let's just let's just put a, a, a V6 in the back, yeah. And I think that's always a recipe for you know probably not particularly good profitability, but a fantastic recipe for any petrol head. So um, you know we we sort of as soon as we started the platform, that was one of the cars on the cars on the wish list. Um, mm-hmm. That was funded. That's now owned by sixty nine different people that joined together to buy that one. Uh, and then we've just launched three new cars. So uh, there's a Ferrari three hundred and sixty now on the platform. Um, that's a twenty one thousand mile two owner um ferrari owners club owners as well um again everything original toolkits got the mm. torch for there it's got all the leather bound books original leather leather bound um trickle charger you know again it's just uh, it's got a steering wheel cover seat covers it's got the works it's been so well cared for how many miles did you say Twenty-one thousand. so again a really low mileage so and that's that's red um it's uh, also course a red mm. creamer interior manual gearbox right hand drive uk supply car so it ticks all of those boxes from a Ferrari investment perspective that you'd like to see to make sure you've got the best chance of, yeah. uh, of appreciation. Um, we've got then one of the rarest supercars in the world, um, the Spiker. It's a, it's a strange choice. It's very incredible. I mean, they're wonderful, but incredibly left field. Yeah, well, you say that, but there's a reason. There's a method to the madness. No, yeah, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> so, secret source. Uh, well, yeah, it's not that much. I mean, yeah, it's it's, uh, it's something that I've observed from tracking car prices for the last decade or so. In and obviously, when the uh, you might have, you probably do know the, the the emissions laws changed in America, so mm. that you can't import a car over to the states. I am depressingly aware of that for various okay. reasons, and it is it is a little bit of a thorn in my side right at the minute. But yeah, oh, is yeah, it? I know. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Well, well, I'm going to carry on talking about it. though. Sorry. Keep going, no, keep going. Keep going. Too yeah. painful. Um, yeah, so so the the Spiker is one of eight in the world um, spiders, right hand drive spiders. Um, it's it's black with Goodwood green, um, thirteen thousand miles from new. So mm-hmm. again, incredibly low mileage, as most spikers would be, to be fair. Yeah, I was um, I was actually thinking, gosh, that's quite high for a spiker. Yeah, some of them you can get, obviously get sort of delivery six seven hundred miles. This has done some miles. It's, uh, it's it's been in the Fast and the Furious movie. Um, it was as a, as a background car. Um, but because, um, so they're going back to the America rule, uh, mm-hmm. the Spike has actually been in a couple of quite big American blockbuster films. So it's in Basic Instinct 2 was the main lead car that was driven in that. And it was also driven in Jet Li's War. And sort of slightly slightly under the hush-hush, Justin Bieber also had one. Right. So it became quite popularized in North America. Um, and obviously with the emissions law, meaning they were never released in North America because they mm-hmm. weren't produced for all that market, um, they won't be able to be exported until they're 25 years old. So the first spiker was produced in 2000, which means 2025 will be when that market opens up. And obviously having only 265 spikers in the world, uh, as I say, we've got one of eight spiders, right-hand drive, that, um, that demand that will open up with a very, very short amount of supply, we believe will be a very good recipe for quite rapid appreciation when it mm-hmm. comes towards 25 years. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you know, it's an investment business, capital is at risk and previous performances, no guarantee of future returns. Exactly. Um, so we have to say that, you know, there is, there is absolutely no guarantees with any investments, but we just try to pick the different points um, that, that kind of uh, indicate that, that it might be a really good uh, potential uh, mm-hmm. car to have. 
and we, we sort of use the history of things like the skylines that have gone you know, i was popular. i was actually going to say you know like some of the the the, the japanese yeah we, we think of as japanese imports but japanese think of as japanese exports japanese cars yeah uh, and yeah, yeah, japanese yeah. Cars. uh and um, you know coming here and then all of a sudden because that's that's something that obviously i'm interested in then all of a sudden you you see the the jump in things like the honda beat and all these kind of things because they wanted in the u.s and yeah so there's more we all have to pay more yeah and it's that pent-up demand you know and it's 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 the ones that have been popularized in culture i think that's Mm -hmm. the key thing you know to pick the right car for the american market you know you can't just get any car that wasn't released in north america and go oh it's going to go up because it's 25 years old um you know it has to have some sort of pedigree or provenance over there and i think something like the fast and the furious movies which which obviously uh the by the mitsubishi evos are starting to really climb now that the evo yeah. 6 i think yeah. getting towards 60 70 000. uh obviously the skylines we said have gone over 100k over 200k for a v-spec mm-hmm. um you know the, the 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 spiker it has been popularized over there um and we believe that will create quite a large demand and of course the rarity for somebody in the hollywood hills you know wanting to beat the people that have got all the ferraris and the mclarens and the lamborghinis you know turning up to their uh, country club in a in a spiker will certainly turn some heads um and then the last car is the sierra cosworth so uh, we chose the the sierra um just because it's the one that makes everybody's you know uh, gets goosebumps on the arms and the hairs on the back of your neck stand up i think mm-hmm. everybody sort of uh, early 30s through to maybe early 50s i think you know has some sort of connection with that car uh, if they're a petrol head you know either the dad had one they have one they crashed one and they were in it, they were in it when someone else crashed it um and the fact that it's it's you know the the, the sort of uh, i guess the the really iconic poster car of its time and the one that was crashed a lot means the yes. rarity is quite quite um you know quite there and and, and they, they have already appreciated quite a lot mm-hmm. um you know, there was sort of um, 40, 50,000 ish a few years ago. The now average, you know, well, the last two sales, I think, have both been over 70,000 for, for good ones under 30,000. Yeah. So, um, you know, we were quite pleased to find one um, in, in very, very regional condition, just around 40,000 miles, two owners. It's got the original um, spare tire with the actual original Dunlop spare tire that came out of the factory on it. Um, never been on the car. You probably um, wouldn't want to drive on it, to be honest. But no, uh, no. But no, that's fantastic for originality, isn't it? Yeah, and it's got things, just some cool things in the glove box, like the um, original book that, that Ford gave you to talk about unleaded petrol in your Sierra. Cool. Oh, um, yeah. Because obviously unleaded was brand new in, in 86 when the car was released. Um, and it's got all the, all the things you have to look for. You know, it's never been in an accident. It's got all of the right um, seams are all there. The stamps are in every panel, so it's all original mm. panels. Um, and uh, yeah, phenomenal car and, 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 in, and in fantastic original condition, which is, you know, kind of the recipe that we look for, uh, because that's the recipe, if you like, that, that, that gives the car the best chance of appreciating. So how do you find the cars that are this original? Um, it's, it's, I guess, yeah, it goes back, I guess, to the fact that I've been sort of doing this with my dad since I was 14, really. Um, so it's that network that we've kind of built up and, um, the people that we know through various owners clubs for various mm-hmm. cars that we've owned, um, and you know the Ferrari, the Ferrari was sourced from the Ferrari Owners Club. The Ford was sourced through the RS Owners Club. Yeah. So it's it's kind of to, you know talking to people, being nice. You know, not you know, you never want to sort of talk to somebody and if their car's not right, tell them it's rubbish and say that's not the one. You know, we're very much aware that you know everybody loves their car, so mm. we will love it too. It just might not be quite the right one for us. So um, yeah. So the, so the main thing is is really network, I guess, and, and finding trying to find the cars off market so that we can bring the best return on investment for the investors. There's no point us paying above trade price. No, no. Uh, Paying at paying at an auction, I guess, where where everybody's sort of out. There's, there's lots of competition straight off, I suppose. Yeah. So, so for example, that Silverstone auctions uh, two weeks ago, I think the, the white Sierra Cosworth that was a Jersey import car mm-hmm. and sold for seventy three thousand. 
and our, yeah. our, our, our Sierra Cosworth, which is comparable, if not slightly, probably better because it's UK supplied, is uh, is, is on for fifty nine thousand. Yeah. So there's already quite a you know quite a big you know kind of saving over what they would pay at auction. So um, so yeah, so that, that's that's and then the second one is I guess you know it's just kissing a lot of frogs. It's it's just going out there and finding the cars. You know, it's it's um, it's going to see lots and lots of cars and yeah. you know talking to as I say the RS owners club people for example with Sierra you know we saw 14 or 15 Sierras they're so passionate they'll tell you what to look for you know what sort of makes it original mm-hmm. uh, and then you just have your checklist and, and you go out and you make sure obviously the the foundational things are all are okay like the the um the motor check report yeah. and the HPI clear and all that stuff but then it's all about those you know those kind of things like the uh the having the stamps for the original four panels and having the original mm-hmm. speakers in and you know, looking underneath the spare wheel to make sure that there's no evidence of rear shunt damage and all the panel gaps are right and stuff yeah. like that. Just making sure that you've you've ended up with the best one you possibly can. I guess. Yeah, yeah, and the best one you possibly can at the best price. You know, that's yeah. that's the other thing as well. You know, we 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 looked at a few. We looked at one that's done nine thousand miles, which was amazing. But the guy wanted over a hundred thousand for it, and you just think from an appreciation perspective, uh, you know, actually, I think a forty thousand mile with a fifty fifty nine has got more chance of returning investment for the investors than something mm-hmm. that I buy a hundred thousand um you know so so it's 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 yeah it's the right car at the right price i think and and um the provenance is the key thing you know that sierra and the and the ferrari every mot since new paper mot you know are there um all in a file you know it's all it's all really really clear you can almost almost track every mile that car's ever done Mm -hmm. yeah which i get which is exactly what you want for the for the purposes that you that that you need should we talk a little bit about the about the the sort of the mechanics of it so essentially how does it work with with the structure for, for, for the car? Because you, you gave a number earlier on and said that those ones were, were finished and sold. So how does it how how does it do it to sort of I don't really know the question to ask, I think, here, but how does it work to, to sort of to what are people investing in and yeah. how are they and should everything go should stuff go belly up? How are they protected by that? Yeah, it's a great question. And the question, obviously, we get asked the most because mm. this is a new concept, you know, from an investment perspective in, in the UK. Obviously, it's been going in the States for about the last five or six years with companies like Rally Road and Collectible and Masterworks who they do it across everything from, you know, a Superman or Pokemon card to um, to, to fine pieces of art. Now you can own a fractional share. But in the UK, we're the first ones um, really, I think, to market to do it. And um, so it does need a bit of explaining, which you know, which is fine, and we're happy to to sort of do that. We 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 started the business deliberately going down the route of a limited company because we felt that's far more known and understood from an investment perspective than doing something like a non an NFT, so a non fungible token yeah. or Bitcoin, some sort of cryptocurrency based thing, and tokenizing the asset. Um, so it essentially works very similar to the way you'd buy a share in any normal company. Um, so what happens is we we source the car, we have the car at a certain price uh, on the platform, so. Um, say with the Sierra, it's 59,000 um, divided by 1,000 shares, which will be 1,000 shares in the limited company. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll start that called Sierra Cosworth 01 Limited, for example. And you can buy one share or you can buy at 59 pounds or you can buy up to 10% of the vehicle, which right. is obviously 590 pounds. Uh, the reason we limit to 10% is just because um, the shareholders themselves vote when to sell the car. So they have full control over that limited company, which obviously owns that asset outright. Mm-hmm. So, um, if if the, well, twice a year we ask the shareholders to vote when if they want to sell or keep the car, if they choose to sell the vehicle, uh, then we'll sell it. If they choose to keep the vehicle, then it, it, it rolls on. So, um, if anyone had more than ten percent, they'd be able to sway that decision, which we wanted to make sure it was more of a democracy. Yes, yes, that's good. That was some, um, that was something that crossed my mind actually. 
Yeah, it's, it's something that comes up quite a bit. And then in terms of, of, of protection, the reason, again, another benefit of the way we set it up and why we set it up like that is because the the car is owned by the limited company. The limited mm-hmm. company is fully owned by the shareholders. So it's nothing to do with the car crowd apart from we are um, we have one share, the original share in the limited company that we then waive our rights. So we can't receive any dividends or do anything like that. Okay. Uh, we don't receive any appreciation. That's 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 um, so that, that that's just a mechanism, if, if you like, of setting the company up. Um, so um, even if the car crowd something was to happen to us mm-hmm. and you know, hopefully not, but we, we disappear or we, we, we get liquidated. Um, you as a shareholder are still left with your shares in that real asset. That asset is then sold as part of a winding up plan uh, and you are returned, um, you know, the, the, the share that you have for whatever value that car uh, is sold for. Okay. So there's kind of a protection with that underlying asset for the investment as well. Um, yeah, that, that, make, that makes, sense. that makes a lot of sense from, from that point of view. Um, how, I, I guess, the, the the selling part is 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 the bit that that's also kind of kind of interesting to me, in that yeah. in that you say everybody votes to to sell. Is it a certain percentage of of people? Because you yeah. you know what it's like trying to get people to agree to anything. So I assume it's it's like oh if it's over I don't know eighty percent or something like that. Yes, yeah, so over fifteen percent of the people have to vote in order for it to be declared a a you know a quorum, uh, so a structured vote, uh, and then it's a fifty fifty after that. So it's you know so it's democracy wins basically. So, um, but you know you say it's difficult to get people to vote. Interestingly, we had the so another mechanism to it is also that the cars can be used in PR or press, TV, film, magazines to try and earn dividends for the investors as well each year. Uh-huh. Um, so we facilitate that, and we've got connections through a couple of our um, uh, founding partners, uh, Natalie and Sam Pinkham, who are in well connected in the media world, that you know offer quite a few opportunities. And the, the Peugeot was recently used in a classic car um, parade, and it was two hundred and fifty pounds was paid for the Peugeot to be used, mm-hmm. and the div- so therefore the, the investors received a dividend. And we wrote to all of the investors using the voting platform and say, did you want the, the car to go? And expecting to have to maybe chase a few times or whatever but the community is so engaged that we had a 92 percent response rate and 92 percent of people said yes Mm -hmm. so straight away you know they are they those shareholders own that company they own that therefore that car they are making decisions operationally you know day to day about where that car is used or what's happening to it they're in control of their asset if you like or their investment and they have much more of a connection to their investment than say if you're investing in something like british centrica or mns or something you know Mm -hmm. you don't get to really be a part of the company at all or do anything with it apart from maybe shop there but uh, with this, you actually have day-to-day control, and you really do get to to experience the asset as well. So, I mean, you, you always gave it away earlier on because uh, uh, I was going to say, so do you get to drive it? Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> no, it, it, yeah, and so yeah. it's a catch twenty-two, isn't it? I mean, it is. It, it's so difficult because uh, I'd love, we'd love to, and, and we do allow it. So, so we have um, a, a different you know, op, op, the platform will allow anybody to club together to buy a car. So, if mm-hmm. you wanted to club, as you and I wanted to club together, for example, and, yeah, and we said, oh, yeah, we want to buy um, a I don't know, uh, something, a, a Toyota Supra, mm-hmm. and we've seen one, and we want to buy it, but we want it to be a proper legal structured agreement between the two of us. Our platform facilitates that, right? So we could, we you know, you can, and then we could share the driving and organize a calendar ourselves and store it, and ensure it, and maintain. And, and that would be fine because we would be the ones who would be losing on any on any potential appreciation as exactly. a result of our using miles where it wear and tear all that kind of yes exactly yeah. right exactly um so that so the so there is nothing to stop anybody coming and, and, and you, you know asking us uh, to facilitate on the platform 
you know, we've had people come from track day clubs, for example, that want to mm-hmm. do caterums and share a caterum. Um, there's a guy who's just about to buy a manual Audi R8 with his seven friends. Um, and they're going to, they, they are going to store that themselves. They're not going to drive it. But, but again, you know, it's, it's nothing to do with us in terms of storing those cars. Right. The, the cars that we bring to the platform are the ones that we've sourced from an investment perspective that we think have the best chance of appreciation. So at this stage, um, you know, they're not, unfortunately, they're not driven. Mm-hmm. But as I say, you know, that the motoring hub that we're opening in October is very much kind of like a mini caffeine and machine uh, right. race cafe type thing for investors um, to come and look at the car. You know, we, we sort of do want to have um, you know, big open cars and coffee events and stuff for everybody to get together and talk about it. We will show the cars off, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. And it'll be like a car show every, every kind of weekend. But um, yeah, the only bits that's missing is the driving. Um, do the- people, do people mind? Um, well, what we, what we try to say to people is, it, you know, it isn't a replacement for owning classic cars. No. You know, this we're not trying to say don't own classic cars, invest all the money in this. You know, absolutely go ahead and and, and buy your own classic without a doubt, because there is nothing more pleasurable um, than than owning and driving classic cars. Um, you know, I have a Nissan Sunny GTIR from 1996, which is which that's is my a passion. cool car to me. Yeah, yeah, me too. Right, and I loved it. I used to, you know, you used to drool over them when I had a 1.4 CI Ethan, and I used to get beaten down the South End Seafront. Uh, or going down the Birmingham S's. Yeah, but you had a Porsche sticker in the back window. <laughs> yeah, that'd have been cool, wouldn't System it? System Porsche, I have, yeah. I did put Porsche Carrera S wheels on it, actually. Um, but that's not the matter. But yeah, so, uh, you know, the, the um, you know, the, I guess the, the experience of driving classic cars should still be maintained. This is about investment. So if you already hmm. invest in stocks and shares, or if you already invest in wine and whiskey, or if you want to invest in cryptocurrency or Bitcoin, if you want to diversify your portfolio of investments, why not do it in something that you're knowledgeable about and you're passionate about? And also that's been a really fantastic performing asset category uh, over the last decade. And the Knight Frank Wealth Report shows 193% increase in classic car valuations over 10 years. So it's massive, you know, and, and, and it's probably even bigger this year because the, you know, the prices are starting to go kind of even more astronomical. So it's just giving people a way to unlock that category without having to, you know, if you wanted to have interest in seven or eight different classic cars, you'd have to have the room to store, insure, maintain them, and mm-hmm. also to buy them. Whereas with this, you might buy one of those cars and then invest with us across six more so that you've diversified your risk and spread, sorry, spread your risk and diversified your portfolio and had a bit of fun whilst doing it. Cool. I'm, I'm really, the, the social side of it was actually something I wasn't, ex, I, I wasn't expecting that, 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 that seems to be quite, that that's, that's so popular. I'm, that, that's a great sign for you guys, surely. Yeah. 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 And, and, you know, it's proven we've got quite a big Instagram following and, and um, you know, I think when we open up the unit and we'll open up to the public as well, and we'll do, we'll do some cheeky things like anyone who's got a share in a car can have a free coffee, but anybody else pays for them. Uh, and then... You see, that's perfectly reasonable. It's no different. It's no different to what John Lewis do. No, that's it. And, and our plan is actually to, to start doing a dividend. So profit shares out of the motoring hub as well. So mm-hmm. that, you know, we really do make it a collective car collection. Okay. So although we facilitate it, um, you know, it's actually owned by the people. That's the dream, you know, is to have our own car show, you know, and, and everybody coming together and walking around, a, you know, 100 or 200 field car show and going, own a piece of that, own a piece of that, own a piece of that, own a piece of that. Um, and, and it, you know, it, it is those cars that people loved as as kind of kids or or, or they just invoke that nostalgia um people you know two a couple that have a shares in the Peugeot got they, they bought their shares because um the husband was driven to his wedding by his best man in in a gray Peugeot e-rage Peugeot 205 GTI and he came up and he wanted to sit in it and he got photographs with his wife on their anniversary and it was sort of a big thing for them to come That's and really do cool. and, and we're enabling that sort of thing again because they can't afford to buy that car outright it's, you know, it's nearly twenty thousand pounds worth now for a little pleasure hodge so for one of so i mean there's the 
the spike of the Ferrari and the the, the Sierra are ongoing. So what's what would people have to in, to invest to actually to actually purchase that? Invest to purchase. Yeah, that does work. Uh, invest to purchase that 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 sh- you know a, a share or, or or whatever the minimum number of shares is in in any of those. Yeah, well, we, we yeah, the ethos of the business, like I said, was community. So it's all about accessibility. You know, we don't want these to be reserved for the rich. So the the, the starting share price um, in the Sierra is fifty nine pounds mm-hmm. for a single share. So you know, for a for a, what, a Friday night pub dinner, um, yeah. you know, you can have you can have a share in the in, in, in hopefully a, a fast appreciating Sierra Cosworth, um, and seventy seven pounds for the Ferrari, and then two hundred and twenty pounds for the Spiker. So that's the bigger investment, a bit more considered. Um, Still not bad as a present for a significant birthday or something. Yeah, we're looking to try to give cards it, it, with the regulations. You, the investor who yeah, it must be a bit tricky. Yeah. In, yeah, well, the person who pays the money in has to be the person who owns the share. So you know, you have to your bank account has to be in your name, and you have to pay the money to buy the share. And then when we give money back out, um, hopefully when the future returns, mm. you know, it has to go back into that same bank account. So it would have to be a kind of agreement so that the person would buy you the share and effectively transfer you the money to then buy the share. But mm-hmm. um, we're trying to facilitate a kind of prepaid gift card um, type aspect so that you could then take that gift card uh, and use that to populate the, the investment wallet in your name. So hopefully by Christmas, we might have an offering like yeah. that. If not, we'll, we'll try to next Because that's that does sound like a really good, you know, Christmas or birthday present for, for, for car folk because we can be a nightmare to buy for. Yeah, yeah, we'd love to do it. We'd love to do it. I think, cause it, and it is, it's something a little bit different. And I think it would, it would go very well. We just, um, yeah, we're just work, working on the mechanisms of it to make sure, obviously, because it's, it's, um, uh, you know, we're an appointed representative of Kessing Capital Limited, who are authorised and regulated by the FCA. We do need to be making sure we, we follow all the regulations. Yeah, yeah, that's, well, it, and that's, that's a good thing for those of us who are on the the, the far end, and and a good thing for you guys as well. Uh, yeah, we fought hard for the regulation. You know, it took us a say over a year, and um, I, I'd looked at a lot of models. You know, the sort of a bonded warehouse type model that whiskey and wine use, where you mm. buy a piece of a warehouse that may or may not contain whiskey um, that's on not on UK soil, and then when it's sold, you know, you sort of loopholes and stuff. And it, it, it it's all loop. It's all, it wasn't clean. I guess is what mm-hmm. is, is why I didn't want to go down those routes. And then obviously, I said we talked about the crypto side of things, which is completely non-regulated. Yeah, and like the wild west for the last five years. Um, and uh, I just felt that actually it was really I was passionate about making sure if we are going to try and open this up to petroheads everywhere that we need to do it in a way that is understandable but is also safe. And you know, and, and you know, we have to be compliant with stringent regulations in order to try and make it as safe as possible for the investor. It obviously carries risk; it's an investment. Mm-hmm. But in terms of the the, the way and the mechanism of how the client money is held and all the way we advertise and market everything and how we're transparent with the information, you know, all of that should give confidence uh, when investing. Cool. So if people so. If- people have that confidence what's the best way for them to to be able to find out more to get in touch best way is the website i would guess so www.thecarcrowd.co.uk um, there you can uh, click on the invest in a car on the left hand side and you'll be taken to our tomorrow invest in a car page and all the details and the faqs and everything are on there mm-hmm. um we've got instagram and um uh, facebook which is the car crowd uk and then we've also got TikTok, which is also the car crowd you hear as well. Okay. Um, but bear with me on TikTok. So I'm just we just started that one. So we're uh, I'm, I'm getting getting a, getting a younger a younger person to come in and run our digital channel so that I, I can be reverse mentored. Do you know what we, I have? I have looked at TikTok and went, I don't understand it. <laughs> I'm 43 and therefore way too old for any of that stuff. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Similar, twi- similar twi- Twitter, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. I can deal with TikTok. It was just like no. 
Like Snapchat. Yeah. Yeah. We, we've sort of outsourced, well, outsourced, but we, yeah, we've got somebody coming in who's uh, a 22 year old lady who's coming in to do a lot of our TikTok stuff. And um, yeah, hopefully, uh, yeah, it's worth following because it's cool car content on there. Mm -hmm. uh, if you don't want to invest in the cars, just join the community. Um, and as I say, the, the East Midlands hub is going to be opening in Edlington, uh, which is just west of Southall or Southwell yeah. um, in the East Midlands. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's it's an old farm shop that we've converted with a big storage unit on the side where the cars are going to be kept. We're going to have some coffee area there, wood fire pizzas. Um, it's about a 30 car car park, so people can come in and, and you know, just drop in anytime. We'll be here working and just chat cars. Yep, and if if people are following you on those platforms, they'll know exactly when that's possible. So that's yes, definitely. Yeah, that's absolutely genius, David. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, that's been really interesting. Um, I've certainly learned a whole load. Um, yeah, thank you. Thanks, Alan. No, thanks so much. Thanks for having me. Cheers. Thank you. No problem. Uh, everyone, don't forget, between now and next time, you can give us any feedback and share your thoughts with the show at Motoring Podcast on Twitter and Instagram, on Facebook, and on the contact page of motoringpodcast.com, the hub of all our activities. Please don't forget to leave a review and rating on Apple Podcasts or however your podcast app lets you do such a thing. To get in touch with me, it's best to use Twitter, where I'm at AJP Bradley. That's B-R-A-D-L-E-Y. And to get in touch with Andrew, search for Crack Windscreen on Twitter. We'll be back next week, but until then, I've been Alan Bradley, there's no Andrew Clues, and safe motoring. <laughs>